welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's appraisal buzzcast. I'm Jim Morrison, and today with us we have Brent Jones of R3 AMC. We'll be talking about a hot button topic everyone's talking about in the industry: racial bias. We are going to be looking at it from a different angle. We'll be talking about what appraisers need to do to make sure their appraisals are saying the right thing and protecting themselves from any claims in the future. Brent, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Jim. Brent, why don't we start off and tell our listeners a little bit about your history in the industry and what and your current position? Sure. So I've been at this 30 years now. Some of my peers would say 10 years too long. But I started in 1990 as an intern and working for free for a friend of mine whose parents were appraisers. Fast forward, here we are 32 years later. So I love the industry. I've made many friends and uh, had a a very satisfying run. So, But nothing surprises me in this industry today, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So what were some of the stops that you had along the way? I know you worked for Fannie Mae for a little bit, and now you currently are the president of R3 AMC. Right. So yeah, I, I had started my practice in 92. Uh, In 2009, when everything went sideways, Fannie Mae was one of my biggest clients. And I took a position with them as a senior analyst, actually as an analyst for Nevada. And then uh, I was promoted to a senior analyst there for the Western United States. And I left there in 2015 and then started this uh, appraisal management company, R3, and I'm still a practicing appraiser as well. So I have a, uh, I understand the mixed emotions that people have, the love-hate relationship that appraisers have with AMCs. I'm one, my, you know, I'm, I'm an AMC and I'm an appraiser. So I have a little different perspective, but I certainly get both sides of it. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Thanks so much, Brent. We're going to take a quick break for a commercial break, and then we'll be right back. Today's learner has a myriad of educational options to choose from, both online and off. But for appraisers and professionals who rely upon appraisals, your high-quality, comprehensive valuation education resource should be the Appraisal Institute. The courses we offer are rigorously researched and largely developed by practicing appraisers using their real-world residential and commercial valuation experience. Go to appraisalinstitute.org education for more information. Welcome back, everyone. So, Brent, we had an interesting talk last week, and you brought something to my attention that I didn't even know about with some of those racial bias claims and E&O insurance. Can you tell me what you were telling me last week? Sure, absolutely. So, when when these the proliferation of these of these lawsuits and media came about, I actually did a deep dive into into my own errors and emissions insurance, both as an appraiser and as an AMC and. Really, what I found is that it was in the exclusion box, uh, the exclusion section of the policy. So, you know, the first thing I would say to all the all the appraisers is read your E&O. And uh, there are some absolute gaps for both appraisers and AMCs when it comes to defending these claims. And, and you know, why we never want to think that it's going to happen to us. It really is uh, something you need to talk to your E&O provider and they can add riders to cover this bias coverage, but it absolutely is is worth a look, especially from an appraiser standpoint. You just never know. You never need insurance until you get sued. So right, uh, I can't that, even imagine. That, you know, not even thinking you need to worry about that, and then get sued for it, and then your E and O insurance doesn't cover it. So it's got to no, just like pull the rug out from under you. No, and from the cases we've seen so far, it's brutal. I mean, you're getting uh, CFPB inquiries, you're getting HUD inquiries. They're asking for months of work 
you know, work history, you know, work, work files, and everybody has to protect themselves. We are, uh, we are clearly under fire, I think is, uh, is one way that adequately put this. And, you know, not that I think appraisers go out and intentionally are going to go out and, and undervalue a property because of the, the people who are in the home, but unintentionally, sure, you know, I think that's it. But Again, it's a very, very difficult time in our industry surrounding this topic. We're all kind of getting painted with a a broad brush, if you would. Yeah. And will you tell us a little bit about your solution to this, um, something you called Valinsure? Yeah. So what we did is as an AMC, after talking to uh, a number of my peers and and I put together a, a combination of bias training program with additional E&O coverage uh, for both the appraiser, the AMC, and the lender. And so this Valinsure program has three components to it. One is the actual bias training, and the, the training actually is 17 minutes long. We wanted to make sure that it wasn't too much of a heavy lift, covers all the main points of the things that you can do and not do to uh, on this topic. The second part of it is is reading the report as part of the QC. We have analysts who are going to actually hand read, human touch, look at the look at the reports and send back QC feedback to the appraisers and to the AMC. And then the third part of it is this additional ENO coverage, which will cover the gaps between what is currently available in terms of traditional ENO and will cover the appraiser and the AMC and the lender on an on an enhanced basis. Well, that yeah, that sounds like a great idea and something that, you know, appraisers and lenders and everyone need to be concerned with, you know, as as this becomes more in the public eye. Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't see I don't think anybody thinks that these claims are going to just evaporate. So really, the solution that that we're proposing is let's get ahead of it. Uh, with education and QC, and then have this uh, have this insurance as a safety net for all of us, so it doesn't take our practice and and uh, and you know give us these huge legal bills and these defense costs. And if if for some reason we are proven to uh, to have committed some kind of bias, well, we don't definitely don't want that to happen to any of our listeners. We're going to take one more quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back with some of the things that appraisers need to know and put into their appraisals to protect themselves from this. Are you ready to meet the new GSE requirement of detailed floor plan for your desktop appraisals? Remote Val, a remote inspection app designed for appraisers has a 3D video scan feature which creates a detailed floor plan you can submit with your report. Remote Val's live virtual inspection technology allows you to personally verify the data at the same time. You can also supplement missing photographs using the remote photography feature. Incenter pays you your same full fee for remote valid inspections. Desktop appraisals have never been faster, easier, or more trustworthy. To see a demo of remote valid in action, visit incenteram.com. All right, welcome back, everyone. And Brent, let's talk about that training that you talked about as part of Valinsure. We're going to link it right here so that everybody can go check it out and see what they need to know. But give us a couple examples of what some appraisers can do to make sure and protect themselves from any of these claims. Sure. So, you know, it's, it's interesting here. I, I wrote the training and I found myself in a conversation uh, with a buyer's agent at a property. They were talking to me, obviously giving me that helpful influence of how they thought that they were overpaying for the property. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking to 
to her. And, and then I look over and I see an Arlo. I see a, a camera and I'm going, oh, geez, I, the, the seller is listening in on this entire conversation. I think that lesson there is really the key thing is we have to be so careful what we say, what we do. Everything is recorded at the subject property now, especially if they're vacant. So that it, we just don't even think about it. And and here I wrote the training and I was guilty of, you know, round one of, of the appraiser training. So my message to all you out there is, is realize that you're probably on camera somewhere. Yeah, I think that's, you know, a really thing that one of the things that's changed most about our culture is everyone's got a camera in their pocket and you're probably <laughs> being recorded more than not. Right, right. So, so that, and then, and then really that I I think the biggest thing that, that we've touched on in the, uh, in the video is that, you know, these, these claims, they escalate. And so we have to be so careful, number one, to be able to identify when these are happening, but the responses that we put together, whether it be in a reconsideration of value or in a conversation with the agents, uh, we have to be so careful and so respectful now because what you do not want in this is an angry homeowner, borrower, seller, real estate agent. We have to be above that. We have to make sure that the, the how we communicate and how respectful we are to the other participants, I think, is is really a huge key in this. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's really become a situation where people need to be sure to protect themselves, even though they have no bias and no plan on any of that. It's just it's better to have your your T's crossed and your I's dotted to make sure that you don't even have to worry about somebody construing a message that you had a different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and the other parts of the video, we actually cover seven, seven different items in the video. Again, we kept it very short. We, we didn't want it to be the four hour CE history class on, on uh, appraisal bias. But really, the key thing is we talk about uh, being consistent with your adjustment methodology, you know, over your entire body of work. Uh, we talk about, you know, pulling comps, making sure that we're not redlining in the in the comp selection you know a process for ourselves and really uh go through how as an appraiser we need to handle ourselves you know at the property at the reconsideration of value process and make sure that we we are very clear in our narratives that we don't have any bias keywords and and that's one of the things that we really do on this on our uh, quality control really making sure that we've read through the reports, making sure that we as an AMC are covered and the appraiser hasn't said anything that could be construed to have any kind of element of bias in it. So it's it's pretty comprehensive, but very concise. You know, I'm I'm excited to be able to try and put something together that's a solution for the, the battering we're taking, if you would, uh, in the public. You know, I don't know any other solution, but to, to try and be better. Right. And I will say that, you know, as an appraiser, if you're getting, you know, from your AMC, hey, change this word, change this phrasing, don't use this. I would just listen to them at that point. There's no reason to push back. Just listen to them and change it. You know what? We can we can fight. You can always pick a fight. You know, this is not the topic you want to pick a fight on. And especially, you know, because the review process is 
we're, we're, we're all in this together. We're not the enemy. And, you know, we have, we have a, a common interest here is to get this off the, out of the, out of the public eye to, you know, take this stain that, that is being, you know, cast on our industry and being, trying to be able to do something about it. And the way we do something about it is for it to go away and to make sure that we're, we're cognizant of those things that people may construe that that were biased, especially whenever you come in low, let's face it, everybody's looking, looking at an appraiser saying, hey, you know what, you, you, there's a reason you came in low and, and bias is now going to be one of them. Right. And that, like you said, that's just another reason why appraisers have to be even more cognizant of that and, and make sure that they're bulletproof appraisers. Absolutely. Yeah. No, this is one. this. This is clearly going to be one of the toughest times from a public scrutiny uh, standpoint that that we're probably going to go through, uh, you know, over the next few years. I, I, I mean, everything I'm seeing, you know, between the documentaries and the, you know, interagency webinars and all the all of the things that are going on here. And and, you know, we're on the defense for sure. I mean, there we, there is no offense coming from the industry here. Uh, which is, you know, I'm sure for for all the practitioners out there is it's not good. I mean, we we need a unified voice. I just don't see, I just don't see where it's coming from. And when it does come up, it sounds like we're we're totally just defending ourselves. So we need some offense here. I don't I don't know how that happens, but so I pontificate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Brent. You know. Listeners, if you want to check this out, we'll be posting the link to check out his training module on our website. And also we'll have the press release published by the time this is published as well. Right. We really appreciate your time today and we're looking forward to talking with you some more. Uh, We'll see you at Valuation Expo. and We really appreciate all your time. Anytime, Jim. Thank you very much. And here we go with our anonymous appraiser segment. We really appreciate all of the responses we got. And I want to remind you that these are anonymous appraiser questions, not anonymous appraiser rants. We got a lot of emails that were just rants and we appreciate the enthusiasm, but let's get actual questions that we can answer for you. Here's, here's a question that we got. Love the podcast and would enjoy your take sometime on the disparate treatment towards appraisal fees. Yes, technology is great and I'm all for it. I'm all for capitalism at every level of the mortgage origination process. But there seems to be such an unfairness of cutting appraisal fees through alternative valuation methods while every other participant in the mortgage process keeps raising their fees and commissions. This needs to be brought to the forefront of every conversation being considered in any type of true reform to move to a fair and unbiased origination process. Well, thank you so much for that. And I do agree with you that appraisers shouldn't be having to take uh, a fee cut for any of this stuff. I think that technology is really important and appraisers need to be embracing that. Um, There's a lot of things that can make their lives easier and make this process go a lot smoother, but there's no reason that appraisers need to be taking a cut for that to happen. You know, as a home buyer, when I was going to buy homes, no one is worried about the value of the appraisal fee when they're signing up for a 30-year loan. Um, I understand that that can raise closing costs, but in in the same sense, you want to know what you're getting into when you're going to be spending the next, you know, some odd years of your life in it. So I think appraisers should stick with what they got. Um, you know, don't cut your fees, and but do be willing to take on some of the new technology and learn how that can make the process easier for you. Well, thank you to our listeners. 
Please keep sending in those anonymous appraiser questions. I want to reiterate that questions. We appreciate everyone that's listening and we, we like all the feedback that we got. If you're not subscribed, make sure to do so below. We want to thank our sponsors for helping us put these on and our listeners for continuing to enjoy it. Thanks and have a great day.